curious about something. How do you decide when you ask somebody for a favor or for help with something? And when does it annoy you or bother you when somebody else asks you for help or a favor with something or even just to do an activity? I'm really curious about this topic today because my sister and I were having such an interesting conversation about this and I've been thinking about it ever since. So I felt the need to come in and do this podcast to share some of the things that I've been realizing and thinking about because this is such important and interesting stuff. When do we give and when do we receive and what is it that makes that so challenging and difficult at times? You are listening to Is It Me or Is It Them? And if you are listening for the first time, I am so grateful that you are here. Thank you for coming. And if you've been listening for a while, then thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of this. And if you've been listening for a while, then you know that this is a place for those of us who want to take responsibility for our half of our relationships and how we show up in our lives, but are tired of trying to clean up the mess on other people's side of the yard. This is for those of us who want to be able to set better boundaries without feeling like we're bulldozing anyone or sacrificing yourself to get closeness or peace in your relationships. Each week, we talk about how to show up and speak up with more kindness, confidence, and courage in your lives, your relationships, in moments of conflict and moments of connection, whether you're talking to the ones that you love or are dealing with the ones who are driving you crazy. I'm April Boyd, and I'm a psychotherapist and coach, and I really want to continue this conversation with you about really when do we ask And when does it bother us when other people ask for our time, energy, or resources? So one of the things that came up as I was having this conversation with my sister is that asking for help can often feel really vulnerable. It can feel like we are putting ourselves in a one-down position where we risk being judged or we risk being rejected or even indebted to the person that we might be asking for help from. And I actually did a whole podcast on this uh, about really how to receive and how to get better support. So you should scroll down later and check that out if that's interesting to you. But the other thing is, is that the need to both give and receive is such an important part of relationship because if somebody never asks you for anything and never, you know, wants to burden you by, you know, telling you about their problems or what's going on today or what they're thinking about really, or never asks you for a favor, then you can't ask them for any of that either. You can't lean into the relationship any further or any closer than they're willing to go. And so in many ways, the idea of asking for support is such an essential part of relationship. It just is, right? And it's kind of like if you have somebody in your life that keeps their cards really close to their chest, right? They don't really ever tell you what's going on. Everything's always great or fine. Then instinctively, you also lean a little farther back because it would be kind of weird to say, I'm going to put all my cards on my table so you can see everything, but you keep all of your cards hidden and secret, right? 
So it's an interesting dance, a relationship. The other thing that also happens, and I witness this a lot um, with, with a lot of the clients that I've worked with, is when people don't really feel like they have the skills or confidence to say no to somebody else's request, then they can end up moving into this position where it's like they're really mad at the person for even asking. How dare she have the audacity to ask me to do this and this and this? She should know that my plate is full with this over here, right? Or she should know I wouldn't want to do that. And it really comes from this place of just not feeling like it's okay or not really knowing how to kindly but also courageously say no to what somebody wants from you. And what often happens in this dynamic is I've seen people really villainize the person who is asking, right? And they kind of go into this place where it can build over the course of a relationship or just even a worldview. It can build into this place where People are so bad and wrong for even asking them for that thing. But here's the thing. What is no big deal or what one person would be totally happy to do or to give or to contribute is going to be completely different than what somebody else might be able or willing to do or contribute or give. It is so completely individual. And so what this does is it kind of puts the onus of responsibility back in our court where we have to be able to be the rightful guardian of our own needs, our own schedules, our own well-being. We cannot delegate that to the people around us to say they should just know my plate is full and not to ask me for that. They should just know I wouldn't want to do that or I can't afford that right now or whatever that is. And so part of what we're doing in these ways is we end up in that scenario withholding information from the friend or family member or coworker that you're connecting with. And we're essentially setting that person up for failure. You are setting them up to fail you as a friend. If you never give them the information about what is okay with you and what is not okay with you. So it's kind of like, let's say, you know, I want to go out for dinner with my friend and I say, hey, where'd you go? Want to go out to eat? And she says, uh, I don't know. Where do you want to go? And I'm like, oh, you know what? There's this really great Mexican place. Let's go there. If she says, okay, each time, <laughs> And doesn't really tell me that actually she would really love to go to this other restaurant. But each time she kind of just lets me have my own way. It puts a really unfair responsibility because you're, you're lying, right? It's essentially a moment of dishonesty. You're saying you're fine with it if you're not. And then one day we have this big blowout where all of a sudden you're saying, hey, we always go to the place that you want to go. We never go to the place that I want to go. And the other person is left totally dumbstruck and confused of, I thought you liked this. I thought you liked that place too. (laughs) I thought you wanted to go there. I thought you were totally okay with it because that's the words you told me. So just notice What comes up for you even as you think about that? 
if there's relationships or moments that you've experienced where maybe you find yourself on one position, one side of that fence or the other, or maybe there's times where you've been on both sides of the fence, because I think I've been at both sides of the fence at different points in time for lots of different reasons, right? This stuff can be hard and complicated sometimes. The other thing that I was thinking about when I was talking to my sister is I remember witnessing and being part of this moment where one woman was asking another woman for the contact information for this place that she was trying to check out. And I remember just noticing that this was something that she could have very easily gone and Googled and just got the information herself, right? She could have taken her own five to 10 minutes to figure that out. And instead, what she did was ask the other woman to take her five or 10 minutes of time to go and figure that out for her. And I remember just kind of curiously watching this and noticing, hmm, how interesting Instead of spending your own time on this, you've chosen to ask this person to give you up their time. And so I said to the woman, I said, hey, you know, you could just look that up. Why, Why not just look it up? And she was like, oh, well, I don't know. And who knows? Maybe she was not that comfortable with technology. Maybe she had, you know, already tried that, even though it didn't sound that way. Who knows what that was, right? But for me, it was just an interesting moment of looking at my own instant reactions and thoughts and what it was that I was tracking and noticing at that time. And what I realized was that what I was kind of noticing is that I believe, especially as women who do so much invisible labor in this world, mental labor in this world that we really need to value our own time. We really need to treat our own time as important. And not just in the sense that you have this one incredible life to live on this planet, which is true, and time is of the essence because none of our time is actually guaranteed, which is true, but also just because it is really an act of cultivating confidence, cultivating an enjoyable life. And if you're treating your own time like it is kind of worthless and meaningless and anybody can just take pieces of it anytime at all, then of course we also expect other people to do this for us, right? It's no big deal. Because the woman asking also would have been completely happy to give up her time had somebody asked for her. And while I don't know the specifics of, you know, them or their situation, it just got me really checking in and thinking about my own thoughts around when do I give and when do I receive and noticing what that's about. And so what I realized is I think it's so important that we value our own time and By extension of that, we're able to really value and respect other people's time and energy as well. So I believe in this idea of, you know, my sister and I were talking and she was like, okay, so 
you know, when you see people and it's like this idea of, could you help me out? Because I see that you're possibly able to. I see that you have the resources or time or capacity to do that. Is that when it's an okay to ask, right? We were just kind of playing with these ideas. And she said, you know, it's kind of like saying to somebody, hey, can I have some spare change? I see you have some to give. But in reality, one, we never know who has what available to them to give. And we also know that even when it looks like somebody might have tons available to give, that's not necessarily what they choose to do for who knows whatever reason, right? Whatever that reason might be about for them at the time. So for me, as I was thinking through this, what I kind of came down to was ask me, but ask me with an awareness that my answer might be no. Ask me with an awareness that my answer might be no and that my no is totally okay. You need to be okay with my no because I want my time to be valued. And my answer might be a no because I have a whole world of other relationships, other needs, other considerations, other priorities and other desires separate from this one thing that you're asking me to do, that it might not fit into that for whatever that reason is today. And I saw this amazing post, which actually was the final nudge of, I need to go and do a podcast on this because this is clearly just an important topic right now. Rachel Cargill had done this great post on her Instagram. I'll include the link to that. And it was really lovely and really eloquently worded and just mm, full of such grace. But it basically just was a post setting a boundary. And it sounded a bit like this, I'm paraphrasing. But she basically said, you know, for the sake of my inbox and my mental health, don't DM me and ask me for links, you know, to the outfits I'm wearing or the things that you see on my Instagram. A quick Google search we'll give you what you want. We'll probably give you what you want. So don't ask me for the link. And she had this great way of saying, because one, I don't got it. And two, I'm so busy making art, laughing with lovers, resting, building my projects that I'm not available to spend my life looking up and finding links. And I thought that was such a really love-filled message. Because again, when we look at the idea that relationships are really a dance, asking and receiving is such a dance. And it was such a neat thing to really just be able to protect the relationship with your community or protect the relationship with the person that you're speaking to or the person that you are either considering asking a favor for or have been asked that we just kind of build in this understanding that for a thousand different reasons that person might not be willing or able to do that that might not fit into what's actually best and good for them And that's what we want, right? That is what I want. I feel like one of my guiding principles in everything I do, I am really interested in win-win relationships. And when you can give people information like saying no or setting a boundary, you allow more trust and more connection to build because one, 
I'm not going to blindside you later by being mad about something that I told you I was okay with, right? Breach. That is a relationship breach. And I'm also not going to keep myself so walled up from the world and so armored up and self-protected that I never let you see any of my real cards as a human being, what my needs are, what would be great to receive a bit of support with, what I would love to see happen here, a favor that might make a world of difference, right? So my thought for you is to just check in. It might be useful to even just get a notebook and write it out. What comes up for you when you think of the idea of asking for support? And what comes up for you when you think of the idea of receiving support? This stuff is such a great window into how we do so much, how we do so much of our relationships and how we move through our life. So just take a moment and write this out. And this is one of the topics that actually we talked about um, in the last round of Reset Our Mindset that was really powerful stuff and really beautiful stuff because we were able to look at the ways that you keep people at a distance and the ways that you invite people to come closer and how some relationships are able to create a really great dance with that and some relationships need some tweaking (laughs) or need some distance so it was really neat just to have that conversation with a group of women that were really diving into you know, trying to understand and take responsibility for their own stuff and how that stuff comes into our relationships with us, because of course it does, whether we're consciously aware of it or not. So I think it is such a gift both to yourself as well as to the people around you to just peel some of that back a little bit, pause and reflect on that a little bit. Take that moment to just reflect and see what feels like is in alignment for you. Are you showing up in the way that you want? Are you inviting people to come closer in the way that you want? And this also raises the topic of, you know, just because somebody is not able to give you what you asked for does not mean that you are wrong to ask for it. I remember in one of my groups a while back really just saying to somebody, you know, who was talking about not being able to get the support that she both needed and really deserved, fully, fully deserved. The need was so valid and yet her family was not able to support her in the way that she needed, which brought up a lot of guilt and a lot of shame for even having the need. And I was like, you know, you are not wrong for needing what you need. Of course you need that. But you need to notice what you're doing right now is basically going to your family member, that particular family member, and expecting them to be able to meet that need for you is kind of like going to McDonald's and trying to order filet mignon or going to McDonald's and trying to order some amazing tofu salad, right? They just don't have it to give you. That's not what they serve there. So... When we can look at that piece of it, it also frees us up to look at how we're dancing with people. Am I hustling for my own sense of worthiness or my own 
needing of approval, that it's even okay to have this need, that I'm asking things of people that would never do that for me or for anybody, right? When we can look at who it is that you're dancing with and how are you showing up into that dance space. If you are interested in the next round of Reset Our Mindset, I'm not totally sure when this episode is going to go live, but the program is going to be starting at the end of April. The link is going to be included in the show notes. It is also available to you via my Instagram, which is with love April. It'll be in the link there so you can find it easily to get all the details and see if this Reset Mindset program is right for you. This is a gathering of women who are wanting to deep dive into our own healing, our own wellness, our own personal growth, and to do that in a circle of other women who are doing the same. Mm, So good. All right. Thank you for listening. I will see you next time. Take care.